my sweet friends. I feel so fortunate that you're joining me for season two of the Failing Awesomely podcast. My hope is that you can find encouragement while listening to my personal stories of overcoming life's obstacles, whether you're chasing big dreams or just trying to make it through the day as a mama of little ones. I'm excited to bring my friends along to inspire you with their stories as well. Let's empower one another to stop selling ourselves short, stop the negative self-talk, and focus on what makes us awesome, because we all are. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and it's time we start believing that. I owe y'all an apology. I didn't release an episode last week, and the main reason is I couldn't even record it. I will get into all of that and more in this week's episode. But first, if you're new here, welcome. I'm Lindsay Garcia, and I feel so honored that you're taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen to my show. In today's episode, I'll explain what I've been going through for a little while now, something I think a lot of people have experienced in some way over the course of their life. That is anxiety. For me, this is post-cancer, possible PTSD type of anxiety, and I'm trying to manage it and figure out what I can do to keep myself focused on God and all of his blessings and my role as a wife and a mama and my mission to help people go through hard things. I hope today's episode helps someone feel less alone and or help someone to recognize their own anxiety in their lives and maybe take a step back and do a, what I like to call a self-check-in mentally. Let's take some time to really be honest with ourselves and see how we're doing. Experiencing anxiety is not new for me, but definitely different now than when I experienced it postpartum. I definitely want to record an episode talking about that, talking about postpartum depression and anxiety, because it's such an important topic that needs to be talked about for women to understand that they're not alone in that and seeking help is brave and it's selfless. When I finished cancer treatment, I was on a high. I was so thankful that I made it through all of these months of surgeries and chemo and radiation And the finish line felt incredible. The timing of the end of my main part of my treatment was absolutely perfect too because a week later was my birthday and then Halloween, then Thanksgiving and Christmas, which all of that combined is my absolute favorite time of the year. And I had a lot to celebrate and be thankful for. In late November, I started hormone therapy since I had hormone receptor positive cancer. And I've talked about this a little before, but to sum it up, the treatment that I'm currently on and will be on for the next years, I think 10 years, what it does is it's meant to suppress my hormones so that they don't feed possible new microscopic cancer cells and start a recurrence. And this suppressing of my hormones is putting my body into a medically induced menopausal state. I'm thankful that the side effects of these drugs have come on slow and steady and really are manageable for the most part, but that drop in hormones has definitely affected my mood and my mental state. 
on top of that, I started the new year feeling you know, grateful and blessed, but I was also asking myself, well, what now? <laughs> I was asking that about a lot of things in my life. You know, what does God want me to do with the rest of my life now that he's cured me of cancer? What if it comes back? What is that little pain in my neck? Did I sleep wrong or could it be a new tumor? I mean, I'm sure you can imagine that after you've had cancer, at least for a little while, I'm sure, every little physical ailment, you wonder if it's nothing or is it possibly something bad? Is it something wrong? And I'm usually pretty good at calming myself down and redirecting my thoughts You know, I call my oncologist if it's something I really feel I need to talk to her about and ask her about. And for the record, most of what I've experienced are about 99% most likely side effects from the hormone therapy and therefore, quote unquote, normal in my case. So I'm able to change my thoughts to something else or pray for peace from the Lord and go on with my day. But this is a daily struggle. February 10th was the anniversary of the day I was diagnosed with breast cancer last year, and I wanted to do something to celebrate life that day because that was the advice I was given by a wonderful woman I met who was a 17-year breast cancer survivor. And I didn't get to do that because I was laid up in bed due to side effects from the COVID vaccine. It was my second dose. They only lasted 24 hours, thank goodness, but I was down for the count. And then five days later, on the 15th, that was a very hard day. That day was the two-year anniversary of my mother-in-law's sudden passing. And this year, it was the day that a dear sister in Christ went home to be with Jesus after suffering from stage 4 breast cancer. Her name was Sherry, and she was lovely in every way, and her faith was just, I was, I was just in awe of her faith and love for Jesus. We are both mamas to two boys, we both love the Lord, and we both had cancer. I only really got to know Sherry since my diagnosis, but she made a huge impact on my life, and losing her especially to cancer, was harder than I thought it was going to be. It really, as if I didn't already understand how close to death I was since being diagnosed, her passing really brought to light the finality of life on earth. I think we all know that, you know, we know we're going to die someday and we know it can absolutely be at any given time. But as we go about our lives untouched, by something like a potentially deadly virus or disease, it's it's easy or it's easier to think about death of our earthly bodies being a thing in the distant future, something to worry about when we're older. I no longer have the ability to think of death that way. And in case any of you are listening to this and you're brand new, you've never listened to this podcast before, feel free to go back to season one and listen to my cancer story Episode 15 is called Breast Cancer Recap, and it's a great quick one to listen to to hear the short version of my journey. And I also touch on it in the first episode of season two, the return of Failing Awesomely podcast, which is episode 24. 
But to sum it up, the good news, all glory to God, I am cancer-free and living life healed by Jesus. Amen. So there's life and hope in my journey that I'm, I'm just so blessed by. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I experienced way more blessings than suffering throughout my fight. And that's all God, guys. All God. He is so good when we give our hardships to him. So much good came out of me having cancer that, dare I say, I'm almost glad I had it. And I know some of you may be listening to this who are going through your own cancer battle and you are not in that place and might not ever be in that place. Or you might have lost someone from cancer and think, how could I feel? I'm glad I had cancer. This is just my story about what God has done in my life through cancer. And that doesn't mean I don't have hard days. That's the whole reason I'm releasing this podcast episode about my anxiety but man, you know, I'm I'm sober now. I've worked out more this past year, even while going through cancer treatment than I have in years. And by worked out, I mean exercise. You know, this is the most I've worked out since before having my kids. And my, my oldest is five. My health is finally a top priority. And before cancer, I was on a path of self-destruction. I was hurting. I was grieving, drinking, and drowning in my own selfishness and guilt because of the hardships of of motherhood and adulthood. It was not good. So yeah, what the enemy meant for evil, God made good. Through cancer, God saved my life. And see, I know that I know that I know this. And I still have bad days where my anxiety is on level 10. Blake Guichet, who is the host of a podcast I love to listen to called The Confessions of a Crappy Christian, said it perfectly. Healing is not linear. Man, is that true. Healing is like a roller coaster of highs and lows and figuring out a new normal Aligning my life to the will of God and being the best version of myself I can be, but that can all be exhausting, (laughs) especially when people in my life think, you're healed, you beat cancer, you're good, right? Well, yes and no. My my breastie, I call her my breastie, Rebecca, who was on the podcast twice, episodes uh, 21 and 27, she went through her uh, cancer journey the, the exact same time that I did, and that is how we met. She described our past cancer life so perfectly in the last episode, episode 27. She said, when we were going through our cancer treatment, we were like David, headed into battle to take down Goliath. We were in fight mode. And the end of treatment is kind of like a soldier coming back from the war. The battle was fought and we won, but we didn't really fully leave that battlefield. There's a lot of PTSD from what we just went through. And when she talked about it that way, 
y'all, I felt seen and understood because that's exactly the perfect way to describe what life after cancer feels like some days. So last week, or I guess I should say two to three weeks ago, the Holy Spirit was giving me the push that it was time to share my story of the time I was sexually assaulted 13 years ago. And apparently, you know, someone needs to hear it and, and it's time to share it. When I initially got the call from the Lord, I was like, yep, let's do this. I'm ready, God. But as the days went on, I kept putting it off and putting it off because it's, it's a difficult story to tell. And I'm not in the, the strongest state of mind right now. So I became like Jonah. I'm supposed to go to Nineveh. And I bailed. I'm going to try to be obedient this week and record my story and release it within the next couple of weeks. I, you know, I don't want to end up in the belly of a whale or anything, so I'm, I'm going to try to have the courage to do that. And if you could be in prayer over that for me, I would appreciate it so much. Right now, I'm trying to manage my anxiety by eating well and exercising more. I became completely sober more than three months ago, and recently I've given up caffeinated coffee, which just breaks my heart. Um, But I know that stimulants do not help with anxiety. So, well, I say I gave it up, but some days I'll sprinkle in a little bit of the good stuff, the caffeinated stuff, into my decaf when I need a little extra boost. But I'm trying my best to avoid it. One thing I know I'm lacking is good sleep. I tend to stay up too late and I get up early because of my kids and that's a habit. I've, I've just got a break. I know that is something that would help me so much with my anxiety, but I just, just got to do something to get better about shutting everything down, not worrying about stuff that I didn't get done earlier in the day, and I just need to get good rest. That will That helps so, so much. But, you know, if it if my anxiety gets worse or if I just get a little tired of managing it on my own, I have no problem whatsoever going to my doctor and getting on a medication to help. I think whatever you have to do to be the healthiest version of you in mind and body is exactly what you should do. Today, I tried something new that I absolutely loved. It's called walking meditation, and it was led by my girl, Anastasia Albert, who is the host of the Luxury of Self-Care podcast, and she was recently on my show, episode 31, and it was exactly what I needed today to take the edge off. She released this meditation on her podcast within the last week. And I'll have the link in the show notes for you. It's a 15-minute meditation that you can do while taking a walk, and it helps you to focus on the action of walking, on your surroundings, and on joy. And it it was so beautiful and so helpful in getting my mind to declutter and getting my body to relax. I highly, highly recommend checking it out and trying it. If you click on the written details of the podcast, if you're not sure what show notes are, you just click on the details of the podcast episode and I will have a direct link to the walking meditation there for you. 
I, I promise you, you'll thank me for it. I want to end this episode with a question. What or who is consuming your thoughts? Sometimes the answer to that question can be a really good start to evaluate the health of your mental state. Take some time to do that. Do that mental self-check-in, like I mentioned earlier in the episode. If you're a person of faith, turn some worship music on and sing to Jesus. Pray and ask him to guide you and bring his peace upon you if you too struggle with anxiety. It's okay to take care of you. I'm going to give you permission to take care of yourself. It's smart to be able to recognize when you need a little extra self-care. It's brave to be able to take action and do what you need to do to feel better. It's brave to ask for help. It's selfless to take that time that you need to reframe your thoughts, slow down, talk to God, That's how we become the best version of who God made us to be for everyone around us, for our children, our spouses, our parents, our siblings, our friends, our coworkers, our neighbors. That's how that's done. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you found it helpful or know someone who would, I would be honored and so blessed if you would share it with your people, whether it be on social media or texting the link to the episode to a friend or family member. That would just mean so much to me. Remember, there is always hope in Jesus. Our failures, our suffering, our anxiety, our grief, or our trauma, it's not for nothing if we give it to the Lord. We can accomplish far more than what we might ask or think if we let God do the work needed within us, as it says in Ephesians 3.20. Now, go out into the world today, releasing your worries, your doubts, your insecurities, whatever is weighing you down, let it go and seek something joyful. Be well, my sweet friends. Be awesome.